What's up? Welcome. <laughs> welcome. I like that. I don't know what's new. I don't know what that, what is that a mix of? Sh- sh- welcome. Mm, sup and sup and welcome. welcome. There we go. Sh- welcome. Sh- welcome. Sh- welcome everybody. Sh- welcome to our podcast <laughs> where we talk about teacher things. We love being teachers. We go back tomorrow. <laughs> do you like that that <laughs> inhale? <laughs> we go back tomorrow <laughs> we do go back tomorrow i'm this excited wild, yeah. i'm pumped i am very excited because this is my first year of teaching without being in school yeah so that'll be interesting love that for you i i think yesterday i was still in a zone of like wow i don't have other things Homework. to worry about <laughs> it's so weird it's so nice having full days but yeah, yeah seriously and like just the energy from administration because we've off the you charts. did training she like hosted training for curriculum for new teachers mm-hmm. this week so she's been like <laughs> half back back yeah i've had half days back yeah. at work but like i pop in and like do some classroom stuff every now and again and just the energy from our admin is it feels good yeah like they're, they're they're so excited they're really excited a because they've hired some good people that they're really yes. excited about and not only have they hired good people but they've hired extra which is awesome <laughs> they like overhired yeah, this year they're preparing we have two extra um TAs. floating tas honestly though like it's needed based off of what happened last year like we had people quit mid-year which was pretty uh traumatic it was it was it really threw it us through for a loop. it and it wasn't even in our grade level and no. you could still feel the the uh, effects of it yeah and so i don't blame them for over overcompensating mm-hmm. for that i think that was wise and everyone that i have met that they have hired is amazing yeah and as you've been saying everyone's been eating lunch in the teacher's lounge which is huge we talked about that last week yeah and how important it is to like stop and associate with your peers Mm -hmm. so i think that's amazing and that's definitely a trend that we're going to continue keep up with yeah because i love our lounge time i do and especially because they updated our lounge it's kind of nice oh it's so pretty yeah gave it a nice little refresh new flooring new backsplash 10 out of 10 on the floors yeah i'm pretty pretty happy with the floors and like more more seating yes which was a big deal because we were kind of scrambling for seats in there and the seats were like wobbly (laughs) (laughs) now they're all matching (laughs) it's so pretty and we got new fridges and new microwaves and new ice maker which i'm not a big fan of because it chunks all the ice together it chunks it yeah like it like stays together oh i don't like that (laughs) you have to like bang on it to like break the ice up so interesting priorities you know yeah ice is a (laughs) priority let's be real here i think i remember when i first got hired and i was so excited that there was an ice ice maker (laughs) because i grew up in a household that never had ice (laughs) because our ice ice. maker never worked (laughs) i liked our old ice i did too like the little square i'd be okay if they did the um crushed yeah like not crushed but crushed like the crunchy ice that comes in like ball form yes but it's like not super hard but like you can chew it you know exactly what i'm talking about i know what you're the talking one about that my parents have like the just, sonic ice i think it's hilarious so we've been talking about ice for probably about two minutes now <laughs> but people get it like you if guys you get, get it, it if you know you know <laughs> if you know you know you know you know what's that if you 
I Y K Y K. Okay. You know, like when people yeah. put that on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Uh, you, you have why to did you abbreviate that? Yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, hello. We're Hi here guys. to talk about not ice, but yet like teacher things. Always teacher things here on our teacher podcast, <laughs> but not always teacher things. <laughs> Just like life sometimes. Because life what's is like with happening. You? Anything? Lots of things. Oh my God. My life is beautifully crazy that's how i'm gonna put it it's beautifully crazy i like that i'll have lots of things happening in my life and i'm very much okay with all the things that are happening yeah i've it's really it's taken me like i've had to like step back and think about how much has changed to the past year and how much is going to change this year for me at least um i need to change your last name coming up i do i do it's gonna be so crazy mine won't be until the next class yeah. comes in. But it'll still be mid year. So it'll still be Huh? Mid year next yes, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll still have to adjust to a yeah. new name. Which, which yours like, will be easy. Mine's super easy. Yours are Brown be like, to King. I know. Yours will be like, um um Mrs. Far Fairy. Fairy Hello? Far Yellow? What's your name again? <laughs> I'm just gonna have them Help. call me Miss Marais for the rest of the year and then oh, the new smart. the okay. new class will call me. Yeah, because it's like you have what a quarter left yeah. after you get married. So honestly, they can smart. try. They can try their best. I'll let it happen. Go for it. <laughs> Why not? But all good things in the life of Taylor and Skylar right now, I'd say. I'd agree with that. We're happy, yeah. healthy, content, <laughs> starting work. <laughs> Can't complain. Can't complain. Is your classroom ready? Do you feel like your classroom's ready? Um, yes, question mark? Yeah. Yes. Well, you yeah. know what? You know what's going to help? This episode. This episode. Yeah. I was like, I think so? <laughs> question mark? I mean. It's funny because yeah. I have been in my classroom a lot and I am at the point where I don't know what else I need to do. So I feel yeah, like I, I kind of just look around at my classroom and I'm like, now what? What do I do? Well, and I kind of left on that note, like, I don't have any major classroom projects, which is great. Yeah. Like, the physical room itself, Mm -hmm. because... I did my library. That was my biggest thing. We are hashtag blessed, because we don't have to move classrooms, nor grade levels, nor any of that shenanigans. Or we don't have to ever take... How some of you do that. I'm confused by that. I feel like, do teachers normally have to take down their classroom stuff? From what I know, from what I see on videos, like... They have to take everything down. also, like, they get thrown into new grade levels. I don't know if that's, like, willingly. Yeah. But it seems like so many teachers that I see on, like, TikTok and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Like, one of that one girl I always bring up. I think it's Sassy in second. She's moving to kinder. Mm. I'm like, did you choose that life or... I feel like yes, right? I feel like you have to because we can't move grade levels I unless we want, want to. to move grade levels. <laughs> they can suggest it. They but can I will suggest deny it. that. I was gonna say I was like, mm, hard pass. I'm stuck. Please I'm don't here. move me ever. <laughs> I'm content exactly where I'm at. So yeah, we don't have to take any of our stuff down. No, we don't ever. Move they move our desks thing. around. Yeah, to they clean, clean our carpet. But so yeah, like I have to put my desks back, and then. I finished the library. That was the only physical project I took on. Same. That and cleaning up my cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a good one. Just like a yearly just a, clean all the junk out that you no longer need. Yeah. But other than that, we just have to get ready for meet the teacher night, mm-hmm. which is pretty simple. Like we get to yeah. put those boxes on the tables and then mm-hmm. are you doing folders this year? 
I haven't done folders. You did folders. I did folders last year. I'm going to do them again this year. Maybe I'll do that. Do it. I went to Target. They're like 15 cents a piece. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll use my cheap. my abun- abundance of classroom <laughs> money. Sorry. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> I spent all of it in one go. Yeah. So Let us. That. Do you guys get classroom money? Is that a normal thing? Because we get classroom money. Um, It's not a lot. Uh, But yeah, we get we get classroom money every year which is kind of nice um but it 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 goes fairly quickly (laughs) it goes so fast so fast i bought a laminator (laughs) but now but now you if you ever leave you have to leave that there oh do you think about that no because whatever you buy with classroom money becomes i know so much money into my my own money into this classroom that i think i can justify taking my yeah my laminator i think so too amy if you're listening to this (laughs) turn it off (laughs) you heard nothing you heard nothing anyway anywho let's talk about classroom management because we're on the topic already yes we're so today we're gonna break down I read a small section and got a lot of notes from the classroom management book. Can I mention who Please. it came from? Yeah. So we were going to do episodes on, um, what's his name? Henry? Harry? Harry. Harry Wong. Um, his book on the first days of school, which if you are a new teacher, you should absolutely read because mm-hmm. it's, it is different than this book. And it mentions that in the foreword, like, yeah. Yes, you should read both of these books, and you probably should have started before now if you're going back to school. Soon. Oh, if you're going back to school, but <laughs> some like most of the country goes back to school after Labor Day, so you have time, unlike us. Yes. So I'm glad we're doing this episode now. I think it's fair. I think it's good. But yeah. Claudette, whose son also teaches at the same network of schools that we do, she sent us this book, the classroom management book by. Harry K. Wong and Rosemary T. Wong. Um, it's a second edition. Do you like how I used my foot to pick that up? It's your book. So <laughs> <laughs> you, I was like, let me see you across the way. <laughs> um, but she suggested that we read this book because our son's reading this book and they're discussing it as a faculty, which I think is very wise. Yes. I think that's a great idea. And admin, if you want to do that, I'm more than happy. Skyler and I can jump on that and lead. I'll do it. We'll email you later. (laughs) I mean, we've said it before, but classroom management is numero uno. Like that is your baseline to making a successful Um, classroom, a successful year, being an effective teacher, classroom management, bottom line. So we today, I'm going to go through just some notes that I took based on the start of this book, but then we also just kind of wanted to throw our two cents in of like what we do because I feel like you and I do pretty decently well with classroom management. At least that's how I feel. Yeah, I would, I would say so. I mean, if I get, if I get really good feedback from admin pretty consistently that my classroom is calm and that they come to my classroom when they need to feel calm, I feel like I'm doing something right. right. Absolutely. (laughs) So I agree. Do I still have room to grow? Yes. Oh, obviously. Absolutely. No matter what you all, there is always room to grow. And I, um, and this is my shout out to Carter Mogren, um, who just is truly, I feel a master at classroom management. Um, and even she would probably say that she needs to always be growing. Um, that's just something that we as teachers need to set our minds to is that there is always room for growth. Yes. So today I'm just, again, diving into the classroom management book by Harry K. Wong and Rosemary T. Wong. 
the first kind of section is just about what is an, an effective and successful teacher and kind of like some definitions of classroom management. Cool. Let's see if I fall into that category. <laughs> you <laughs> probably do. Let me double check. I have not done any. This is all Skylar's thus far. I'll continue this. The book. Yeah. You're going to read the second half, even though I only read about a, an eighth of it. <laughs> about an eighth of it was uh, oh, perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> okay. So the single greatest effect on student achievement is the effectiveness of the teacher. Yeah. So you cannot have, your students cannot be successful unless you guide them. I mean, okay. Your students have the potential of being success- successful, but like it comes down to the teacher. It Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And if you don't believe that, then goodbye. But <laughs> go for it. No, I'm just gonna, like, it all goes back to, never mind. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole this time. We can always go down that rabbit hole. It's just like, yes, like absolutely. I agree with that statement. And it all goes back to like hiring and quality of your teacher professionals. Yes. And you want me to get down that rabbit hole go listen to last week's episode because that was a rabbit hole in itself oh yeah (laughs) it's fine we can go down many rabbit holes (laughs) always but these authors define the three characteristics of an effective teacher so one number one classroom management this Mm -hmm. creates the foundation for an effective and successful classroom bottom line classroom management and i'm just gonna say like we've seen that firsthand like we've seen teachers who are masters in their field of study yeah but if you don't have classroom management the class literally falls apart yes like crumbles before your eyes Mm -hmm. so I 100% agree with that yes that's why that classroom management is number one then lesson mastery is the second characteristic of an effective teacher Mm -hmm. and then the last one is positive expectations Mm -hmm. so there are you know you have to set those expectations for your students and I'll go into kind of um how setting expectations um you should be setting high expectations because if you set low expectations then your students aren't achieving if that makes sense no yeah and I'm just kind of thinking through this in my head like this is almost the order in which you learn to become the best teacher that you can in essence like yeah years one and two were spent on learning and fine-tuning classroom management obviously we're still doing that in years five and six Mm -hmm. but like that's where you begin right and then as time goes on you are you become better at mastering your lessons yes it's almost chronological mm-hmm. and then eventually like you figure out what your positive expectations look like and mm-hmm. how it best fits you and your classroom and just because like now that we're in year five and six I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna use like lost at school and the mm-hmm. CPS model and like love and logic and mm-hmm. I don't have to drill and kill every everything that like I'm not doing a sticker chart for everything exactly you know what I mean I just look at and I and I just look at Carter's expectations Mm -hmm. for her students and I'm like wow she can set her expectations really high because she has her classroom management down yes she has her lessons down and now she is I mean not now but like she just can really set higher expectations for her students yeah she knows what she wants and she executes it yeah and it's amazing yeah uh the authors define classroom management in a couple not 
couple ways, but this is what they say about classroom management. It consists of the practices and procedures a teacher uses to maintain the environment in which instruction and learning can take place. Mm -hmm. So that's just what classroom management is, is, are those practices and procedures. Mm -hmm. Good classroom management does not just happen. Effective teachers plan a good classroom management. I was always told when in school that you can't see a teacher doing classroom management because it, they it's so nah, just embedded into their it's just yeah it's in embedded them. you're like yeah. and once as you look for it in teachers you can see like wow that's a good class but it doesn't look like they have to try right right like it looks effortless it looks effortless yeah. and that's because they plan ahead and it also just finally i feel like i'm in a place where it becomes natural mm-hmm. like you don't have to think through your expectations. You just know what they are and your students know what they are and you know how to like Mm -hmm. reiterate them. And you can, and throughout the years now, knowing what seven and eight year olds are capable of, you start to see like, okay, this classroom maybe needs a little bit more work in this, but Mm -hmm. I know that they're capable of it because my classroom last year was able to do it. Right. Certain things, obviously every class is different, Yeah. but the basis of good classroom management lies in the procedures. So we say that all the time, procedures, 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 you have to think through every little thing in your classroom. Yes. If something is going wrong. So I think of reading groups. Mm -hmm. It just means that we need to fine tune procedures. Like there just needs to be something something might not be clear yet you know they might be missing a step and it's so cool because I keep saying I I will go through the procedures document one of these days Mm -hmm. but just like it's so meticulous and it seems like aggressive yeah but it's like I'm just looking you have to think step by step where things are at yes how they're executing it where they have to go Mm -hmm. are they going to trip over you know what I mean like you think through everything every little detail throughout the day and I just pulled up mine which are yours they're the same yeah (laughs) because I (laughs) took yours um it's a 22 page document our classroom procedures so it's it is extensive Mm -hmm. you put forth that work at the beginning of Mm -hmm. the year and you execute it and then you can use that throughout the years you fine-tune it every single year you think of something or even throughout the year you think of something that didn't work that well all right let's change it and try something new Mm -hmm. um but the authors um kind of go into classroom management versus discipline Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times in education those two words are used synonymously but they are very different things when you have a discipline problem you manage the behavior you don't manage the classroom so a discipline problem is more with specific students individual yeah like individuals so again these are often used synonymously but they're very different so discipline is all about how the students behave it's the rules that are used to control how students behave and discipline discipline plans have what we call rules um, I don't like the word rules. I, hate that word, yeah. I like expectations I a lot agree. better. Whereas classroom management deals with how students do their work. The procedures are used to ensure students are being productive and they are successful. Management plans have procedures. So discipline plans have rules, or if you're like us, expectations. And management plans have procedures. Very different things. And they should, classroom management and discipline should not be one and the same. I liked the quote, I didn't write this, but there was a teacher in the book that, or not a teacher, an administrator that said, when I hire someone, I ask them what their classroom management plan is. And if they give me 
how they discipline children, I don't hire them. <gasps> if but they give me first year teacher expected to know that because I'd be like, I wouldn't have known that my first year. Yeah, no way. they they said, and I can see if I can find it really quick, but they said something about like the teacher that I hire is the one that says something about procedures yeah, or like whatever step it might step be. Procedures to yeah turning something in or picking up mail from the mailbox and packing up. Like that's all of our procedures. Like oh, how it to says, use the restroom and I found it. It says when I, I interview uh when I interview new teachers, I ask them, tell me your classroom management plan. Ninety nine percent tell me their discipline plan. One percent tell me about procedures. That's the one I hire. So the one that wow. like yeah. You probably have a great school. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's impressive. But it is much easier and far more effective to monitor and correct procedures than to institute um, a tighter yeah. discipline. And we've talked about all, that all the time. If you're noticing that students aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, it's because you haven't instilled a good procedure. Right. If you're yelling constantly, it right. means you haven't done what you need to well, do to it, tell them what to, how they should be doing whatever the assignment is or whatever and it might kids be. appreciate structure you're that they do you're going to function so much better as a an entire classroom mm-hmm. if you have step-by-step procedures for everything from writing your name on a paper to turning it in yeah to packing up and to i will go into a, f- a list of some very few things that they oh cool that they procedures that they say to keep in mind but okay. again it's like minimal things uh, let's see. Kind of going off of that, the key to success is consistency. Oh yeah, that's that something I've learned is huge. Yeah, it took me a while to learn that. Yes, the reason that a lot of students fail is that they don't know what to do. Yeah, that again with reading groups for me, that's why it's the most hectic yes, time yeah. because it is an hour of like less structured time time, and there needs to be consistency with it effective teachers produce results from a classroom that is predictable reliable and consistent yeah that goes with classroom management and staying consistent with your procedures well go ahead yeah i was just gonna say like that's what i've learned in my five years of teaching is Mm -hmm. that you need to practice what you preach and if you say one thing you have to mean it yes like if you are saying oh like that transition did not go well we Mm -hmm. need to practice or I'm happy to take you to recess when I hear the lights or like when it's quiet or what have you like Mm -hmm. you have to mean what you say you can't just say it and then do something different because they're not going to be able to rely on you unfortunately yeah and they have to be able to trust you and so Dr. Atwood came in my classroom once and he had BB in there, Coach BB. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't ask me why. I do not know why they were in there. But I <laughs> said, I was like, I'm happy to take a quiet class to recess. Mm-hmm. And I sat and I waited and waited until it was pin drop silent and I could hear the lights because that's their like the buzzing of the lights. Yeah. Because yeah. our lights buzz. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for us. Um, but then they were excused and they went on their way. Mm hmm. And Atwood made it a point to say to me, he goes, you know, I really appreciated that you did that because most teachers will say that Mm -hmm. and then wait till it's relatively quiet. Yes. And then like scurry them out of the classroom due to time. But like Mm -hmm. you sat there and you did, you executed it to a T like you waited. Yes. And that's what they need from you. Yes. Because I've seen teachers that are that either class class and then 
continue talking they continue talking i'm like no you wait until the response or for me with calling out yes i if you respond to one student calling out then it's game over it's game over because then everyone will call out and so beginning of the year i remember i had a student that Mm -hmm. struggled in first grade with calling out i ignored him every single time he called out and would call on somebody with that with a raised hand and he stopped calling out is that your first year no that was this past year tell me later okay i want to know who that was he well i also kind of put him towards the back of the room yeah ah got it he and he would and because he's one that he's very um he's mature and he has really good things to say yeah he does but he has to say them when he wants to say them right and i kid you not within the first two weeks he was calling out constantly and i would ignore him i would not even look at him that's so hard for me to do it's hard but i would not even look at him and then throughout the rest of the year he maybe once or twice would call out but then realize like okay fine and then would raise his hand so it's consistency if you are gonna let one student call out guess what you're gonna have a classroom of students calling out um consistency also allows students to know beforehand what to expect and how to perform their classroom procedures Mm -hmm. this is developed within the first few weeks of school like i was saying if you tell your students i'm waiting until it is quiet in here until i don't hear a single voice then we can go Mm -hmm. if you hear one single voice you can't you have to wait oh you have to wait i am the biggest jerk about that too and i love it because like i think they kind of love how how much i mean what i say yeah because when we line up and i'm if I hear a voice, mm-hmm. they know that we're all going back and we're yes. trying it again because I love them too much mm-hmm. to lower my expectations exactly. of them. Especially when we're walking down that hallway and other classes are learning. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be the class that interrupts that exactly. and takes that away from them. Exactly. Because they know what it feels like to be interrupted and they get PO'd. Mm-hmm. Like they're not happy when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. But it's like, it reminds me of what Eid says. Like you have like, you can't smile until Christmas yeah. time or what have you like like don't be their friend until you have to lay down the, the law like you do. very kindly with empathy and love and joy yeah but like you have to stay consistent in the minute that you let up mm-hmm. you can kiss that goodbye <laughs> and there's still room for fun joy? and joy yes. and I and I really appreciate Anna Jackson because she I know when she comes into my room sometimes just to get a break mm-hmm. um she will say like you teach so differently because you are kind of like fun and sarcastic yeah. but then there's also the students aren't like there's they're listening and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing um so i set my expectations but i also can have fun with them and there has to be a point where it gets a little bit too much and then i'll be like you know what you guys took that too far i'm gonna not do that for a little bit have you realized that the more you set expectations and are consistent with them the more fun you have yes this year was the most fun i've ever had yeah like and, and that's not too say that I didn't have fun with my other classes. Oh, yeah. But there was something about the way that I taught where I was true to myself. Mm-hmm. I was consistent in my in what I said and meant what I said and mm-hmm. I executed those as said. But I had much more fun yeah. just relating with them mm-hmm. and ha- like having this joyous presence with them yes. because – I had my classroom management down yeah for the most part for the most part yeah. obviously we obviously room yeah. for room for improvement Always. 
Besides consistency, which is key, there's also the need for just a trusting environment, which I think we can all agree with that people learn from those that they trust. And that also comes with consistent trust comes from consistency. Yeah. If you are consistent and you keep to your word, they know that they can trust you. Yeah. If someone's not reliable. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> we've seen it this year, unfortunately. <laughs> but students want to come to school where they are, where there are no surprises, yeah. where they trust the learning environment that has been established. Mm-hmm. This pat and I've said this before. I had a student, and I got really, really good feedback from their parents, where she um, would cry before going to school in first grade. Mm-hmm. She always was quote unquote sick, didn't want to go to school. And then this past year in my class, they found that she was so excited to come to school. And I, I contribute that to having just an environment that is trusting and it's consistent and there are no surprises. I mean, obviously there are like the good Good surprises. surprises. There are good surprises, but there's no, um, I don't know that just, I can't think of an example but there's just no like it's just out of the ordinary (laughs) it's just a consistent environment a learning environment that is trusting and consistent yep absolutely that's kind of that first not chapter but first section Section. just on being an effective and successful teacher I'm gonna go into the preparation which is just before the first day of school and this is what goes into classroom management where I figured we can kind of put in not that we haven't been this past (laughs) what we've been talking about but um where we can talk about what we do personally and how we find that we're being at least a little bit successful Well, and this will help those first year teachers like really hone in or maybe like you're in your fifth year and you're like I've like lost (laughs) my way or whatever like this is your steps into planning the first days of school. Yes. So like Taylor said, this is especially for those of you, if you are, you know, into your third, fourth, fifth, sixth year, this will be a kind of good refresher for you and maybe something that can get you like pumped up for this year, Mm -hmm. but also have people that you know that are starting their first year maybe send this yeah, episode definitely. to them That's a um, idea. because this is a lot for those first year teachers or even second year teachers yeah. so classroom management begins far before the first day of school <laughs> it begins literally the last day of school literally when you graduated college classroom management yeah. started actually that's false it started when you were in college because i had to come up with a classroom management did plan really? not classroom management but procedures yeah I we had to come not. up with a procedures like powerpoint that makes me so sad for my program yeah. maybe they've changed it it's maybe. been a few i mean because you graduated two years 2020 couple, yeah three years after I did so yeah maybe they've like enhanced the maybe. program but like or maybe it's for just me U of A because yeah sorry I'm an ASU uh, you graduated from NAU though with your undergrad yes I know but did you do classroom minute no because I would have done it with you <laughs> I was like <laughs> pause, we graduated pause, pause. from the same we program, the same program. <laughs> and I did not do that <laughs> so <I'm>, whatever <laughs> anyway anywho ignore that <laughs> beep Okay, so the <laughs> the effective teacher, which is what you want to be, yeah. shares the classroom management plan with the students so they can comprehend their role yes. in the classroom management plan and can because become they it's their it's their plan too. Yep. And they become responsible for carrying out the plan. Uh, this is where they said there's no such thing as over planning. Mm-hmm. Think about every little thing that happens every in your classroom step they take and plan for it. Yeah. 
when to prepare preparation for a successful year takes place before the first day of school so again far before you start school yeah you should have planned your classroom yeah management. if those kids are walking through the door on meet the teacher night and you don't have plans in place you better start panicking <laughs> yesterday <laughs> just saying yes uh this is what a lack of planning can result in the following things a wasteful use of time each day of the school year <laughs> yeah. teacher frustration and fatigue in the yes. first weeks which is carry throughout the year is carried throughout the year but also it's not abnormal to be um fatigued in the first couple weeks of school yeah that's actually <laughs> that's a, kind of it's a valid point uh indecision about what to teach during the first days of school and we then all know the just, answer to that which is procedures yes and then just chaos and confusion in the mind of the students mm-hmm. will happen if you do not have step by step what they should be doing which is so sad but so true it is and that first day of school is the most important day of the year and it is not a day to wing it no it is is not not. it is not a day to be like you know what maybe we should do this maybe we should do this and this is where i was going to talk just briefly about our powerpoint that we do yeah because our first so we always start school or at least since i've been at this school we've started on a thursday Mm -hmm. so we have thursday and friday are the first two days of school which are those procedure days are only procedure procedures that is all we do and then they obviously do their little like me in the bags Mm -hmm. where they get to introduce them to themselves to the class but all we're doing is procedures yes there is no curriculum happening and it shouldn't be i think personally i agree you can do a little bit here maybe like a book on something we do like um what's the right word like story like we do books about being present in the classroom or like just being present in general yeah or um filling your bucket filling the bucket books like books that create a safe environment yes and a welcoming environment yeah but no like we're not talking about math we're not talking about ancient greece yet no (laughs) and and that's the thing if you're building your entire first two days like what is that seven eight hours of just relationship building like Mm -hmm. Yes, you have um, a good thought, but you need to teach them procedures because guess what? They don't know until you tell them what yes, to do. They don't. And if you never tell them, good luck. It, yeah, it's just, <laughs> sorry, I have a little hiccup. Um, <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Yes, they, those first two days are are vital to how the rest of your year will go you're setting the bar here is what these authors have that you need to get prepared for the start of your school year first and foremost like we've said a million a gajillion times Mm -hmm. a classroom management plan that's your first step when you like if you're lost and have no idea what you need to do in your classroom i'm sorry don't worry about your bulletin boards right Mm -hmm. now you need to have a classroom management plan so yeah go ahead i was just gonna say this needs to be written out like this can't be something that's scratched on sticky notes or like in your brain in your brain just like oh no i have a plan Mm -hmm. no this needs to be like meticulously written out on a document saved forever for people to reference like especially if you have substitutes that come in Mm -hmm. you can just like i i'm sure i intimidate people but i give them a binder of Mm -hmm. what my classroom looks like the ins and outs of everything yes and if someone is unfamiliar with my classroom, my students will correct them yeah. on how it is done correctly. Oh, for sure. Because everything is laid out in that binder and that's exactly how it's supposed to go. 
I watched a TikTok because you got me on TikTok. Oh, um, and teachers talk? Yeah. Oh. And there was one that was like a girl pretending she was at a teacher's funeral and it was just her <laughs> over the teacher, like, like her over the camera. And she, she's like eating food. She goes, hey, we're really going to miss you. But like, let's be real. You had no like substitute plan so like i don't know what i'm supposed to do in your classroom now that you're gone oh, God. <laughs> it was like obviously like a sad thought but like at the same time it's kind of funny because it's like she's like i don't know what i'm supposed to do with you, your classroom yeah. because you left me no plans and you never lesson planned yes. so <laughs> you you never know you never know happen yeah. and you need to be prepared especially like with the whole covid thing like at this oh, point gosh. in the game you should have everything written out to a T. Yeah, down to the minute of the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in order to develop a classroom management plan, which are procedures that describe how things are done, we've said this over and over again, mm -hmm. these procedures should be taught, rehearsed, and reinforced until they become routines. Rehearsed, rehearsed, rehearsed. Yes, practice, practice, practice. If you walk down that hallway and one student does something they're not supposed to do, all right, let's take another lap. 180. Like yep. just rehearse them until it becomes ingrained in their brain and um what was i just gonna say oh and there's ways to teach procedures that aren't the most boring thing ever yeah. i mean tell it to them but then also have them practice it as if they were doing it so unpacking right all right it's the middle of the day let's all put our stuff in our backpacks and let's pretend like we're all coming to school right mm -hmm. now and we're all gonna unpack make it a part make them a part of it yeah. not just standing up in front well, of them and exactly. telling them this shouldn't be a lecture this so there's two things i want to say on this mm -hmm. one look up interactive modeling um this was super helpful last year basically the format is the students are sitting in their seats watching you do a procedure mm -hmm. you say nothing like mm -hmm. you literally just do exactly as you want them to do it then you go back and you say what did you notice mm -hmm. And they tell you all the things that you that they noticed and, oh, you were super quiet. Oh, you brought your backpack to your seat. Oh, you blah, 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 what mm -hmm. have you. But then they start to practice it. And it's like this whole format of like basically they are doing exactly what you need them to do. Yeah. And providing checklists is always helpful. Like we do that with the big procedures that tend to get like a little wonky. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to say. And then the other thing I wanted to say is you can absolutely teach procedures, as we've said, with joy mm -hmm. and empathy. Yes. Hey, I really don't want to do 18 laps around the hallway. I'm sure you don't either. Do you guys want to do this in one go or do you want to do it in four? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think you can handle? And usually they're like, oh, she is very serious. <laughs> she means business. Because yeah. she's definitely done this before. Okay, like, let's get her act together. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're going to have kids at some point in the year because this is a continual practice every single day that get frustrated because they're doing the right things and those around them are not. Mm -hmm. But that's when, I mean, this is off tangent a little bit, but that's when you teach teamwork and empathy and helping skill mm -hmm. building because yeah. not everyone's coming in with all the same skills. Mm -hmm. Also, this curtains bother me. So <laughs> I just, I remember a student I had this year and um, coach made them uh, walk laps and it was like mid-year oh, yeah, they hate when and he they takes PE time yeah and he was like I don't I don't think it's fair I was doing what I was supposed to be doing and I don't think it's fair that I should have to do it so he he like didn't do it and I was like but I I get it I'd be frustrated too especially yeah. if I'm doing the right thing totally but then you be the example yes you set the example for everybody else that's just what you should do um 
but that's also a student with he was on this he was on the spectrum as well so like he but it's cool that he was able to like articulate his frustration with yeah, that because and he was. it is frustrating it's so frustrating I mean, we experience that as adults, you know, like, yeah, if like we're sitting in a meeting and people are talking, I'm literally like, you're like, joking. Yeah, you're joking. Well, and that's I and I was always told that <laughs> teachers are the worst students. Yeah. And you see it sometimes because I was just doing this training and there was like over 300 people a part of the Spalding training. Right. And he's up there talking and then there's people around me talking. I'm like, can you all just stop? talk like he's talking up there what are you like what are you talking about that that's more important yeah, yeah. and then he, and then you that. and he's like all right guys like can we be quiet like somebody asking <gasps> a question like but like polite he was like hey guys yeah, can wh- can Oof. we listen to the question that this person is asking like i can't hear them and i'm like you guys are adults like exactly just stop talking and listen to what he's saying or my biggest pet peeve is when you know that we're finishing up but he's still talking and everyone around you is like rustling with their paper papers and getting everything packed up. Mm. And then, um, the other girl that was doing the training, like pause was like, Hey guys, I know we're finishing up, but if we could just stop for a second, because we can't, you can't hear what we're saying. She's like, I know we're almost done, but it's like, come on guys, we're adults. Just sit and listen for 10 more seconds and then pack up your stuff that you're doing every single day. And they were letting us go early. Like we were getting out early. So it's like, you limited. don't have somewhere Literally to be limited. because we're early. <laughs> anyway, that's off tangent. But here are some of the procedures to keep in mind. How to enter the classroom. What to do when the bell rings. What to do with homework. What to do when a pencil breaks. This is something I need to um, establish more this year because when um, a student raises their hand and they're like, my pencil's broken. And I'm like, what are you going to do? But that's my favorite question. I it's know. Like, what, what is your plan of action? Yes. Do you want exam- Like, do you want an idea? Because yeah. I have a few. <laughs> I got a few for you. I got a couple of things I can think of. <laughs> uh, you should also keep in mind what students do when they finish work early. That's a big one. How to get the students' attention. So are mm. you going to do class class? Are you going to do whatever it is? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. Pick there's, two. There's so many out there. Pick I do two. like there was one um, that somebody did at one of our PDs this year that was like, the baby is sleeping and they go, shh, shh. And I thought it was cute. But at the same time, I'm like. All right, guys. <laughs> I can't with the cheesy ones. I know. It's, I'm like, I, I mine's just, always class, class. Yeah, class, class, <laughs> or or just like talking. if you can hear me, clap once. Yes, if you can yeah. hear me, clap twice, and then they're or usually I'll do good. like fun little clap sequences. Oh, same. That's about it. I like I keep it real to change simple. voices. Yes. Class, class, and then they'll do their yes, yes, and I'll be like, class today, class today, <laughs> and they'll go yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> It's fun. So there's ways to have fun with it, but totally. just keep that in mind. How are you going to get your students' attention? And tell them. And yelling is not one of those. Nope. <laughs> Where to find makeup work, how to collect papers, mm-hmm. what to do with personal technology, which we don't have that Weird. issue, um, and then how to exit the classroom. Yeah. There's a million and one more, but those uh-huh. are just some to keep in mind. Literally, uh, if I, sorry that no, I keep please. interrupting you, like if I have any advice on this, the best thing to do is to get a Word document out mm-hmm. and write down every moment of every day. Like from this time to this time, we're in math. From this time to this time, they're in special. Like do your schedule mm-hmm. and then think, okay, they have to walk out of the classroom to go here. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have to walk back to the classroom. Okay, they have to go to their seats. Like think about every single step that they're going to take. And I know it sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but trust me in the long run, it is so much more helpful it to is. have it written out and to know what you want 
of them and mm-hmm. what you're going to expect of them to make your ride so much smoother along the way again no such thing as over planning no and i again another video just popped into my mind <laughs> i love it i love that i have you on TikTok so it's now. so obviously planning for walking time to get to specials yeah. you always have to keep that in mind and be respectful of the specials teachers time they only get at least for us they only get two 40 minute blocks of time with our students each yeah. week be respectful of that time. Um, the only reason I say that is because there is a teacher that he was like, this teacher dropped off the students 10 minutes late and then now they're late to pick them up. And he goes, he Oy. shows, have you seen this? No. He like, he's like talking to the camera, but then he's like, this is what they get. And he goes, is that a B? And then all the kids oh, are screaming in the hallway and he goes, that's what you get. <laughs> Though I don't agree with that. I I thought it was hilarious. But what I will say to that is I know that the special teachers always appreciate like if you are late and it's due to your class like not having it together, Mm -hmm. that is a valid excuse that they will stand behind because the worst thing that you can do is drop off an unprepared class that is chit chatty and just not on their best self oh and you can over exaggerate it too hey coach i'm so sorry that we are late my students just were not ready to come here today we had to practice our lines and then usually they feel a little guilty about that be like you are more than welcome to npe early and have them Mm -hmm. practice lines if you feel the same yep and they mm, and they usually lose like a game or like some added like something that's added on to the lesson Mm -hmm. because usually at the end of specials lessons just from what we've noticed is like a game or some kind of fun activity mm-hmm. it's like oh i'm really sorry that you had to lose that today maybe we yes. can try again on thursday or whatever day whatever we have yeah that special so aside from having a classroom management plan you should also have a discipline plan um although like for us we i would say we use love and logic mm-hmm. and we approach each discipline as an individual it's an individual thing as it should be as it should be um these authors have three parts in a discipline plan so you have classroom rules which again expectations Um, for students to follow you can do anything in this class so long as it doesn't bother anybody else that is is the only rule that you need that is the one that taylor and i in high taylor and i have posted on our walls you can do anything in this class so long as it does not cause a problem yeah. for anyone else it's a the only rule that you need hey and Seriously. guess what take five minutes at the start of the school year and let them come up with something because yes. it's so much fun for them to be like well what yeah. if i did this yeah you and can then think about it is that a problem in you can always come up, hey, when it, well, what if I like dance on my chair? You can come up with a reason for why that causes a problem. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, they can have fun with it. Like totally, they can come up with a million and one things and you can come back with, well, that would be an issue because of this. Yeah. So um, if you are someone that has classroom rules, we're not. Um, I'm uh, just saying, keep an open mind. Keep an open mind, but also try just try it. I dare you. Yeah. I triple dog dare you. Yes. But if you have high expectations just in general with like positive classroom environment and being kind to one another, I personally don't think it has to be written on your wall. I agree. 
I don't think you need to have set rules in your That's classroom. Just the way that they should be living virtuously. Yes. yes. And we have our virtues on our wall. Yep. So if you see someone who is showing the virtue of friendship, you can point that out, but it mm-hmm. doesn't need to be written right. on the wall. Be a good friend. Like, yes. No, duh. No, duh. <laughs> really. So another part of their quote unquote discipline plan is rewards no, for students. Absolutely not. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> I think you all know our opinions on rewards. And if you don't, go listen to that episode. Yes. And then we also, they have penalties for breaking classroom rules. So again, I don't what? agree with a no. discipline plan. If you are really? trained in love and logic and... Um, <laughs> Hang on. Taylor's offended now. I'm a little frustrated with that. So... Again, I don't think you need to have classroom rules posted. I don't, don't think do that it. you should be. Uh, I love you, but don't do it. If you if you are like us and you want your students to be intrinsically motivated, don't use rewards. This was written in 2018, which is is relevant. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But I, I definitely disagree. Like penalties for breaking classroom rules like you shouldn't have that scripted out it's an individual situation because the kids then will seek to break those rules Mm -hmm. and they will seek to make sure that you are doing what you say that you're gonna do exactly like don't give them that opportunity yes everything is an individual act you address it as needed yes you definitely have conversations about it go Mm -hmm. back and listen to this cps model loss at school go back to listen and love and logic we're also doing a new training this year which i'm really excited about restorative justice restorative justice i know zero about it but yes, like i'm excited it sounds awesome and the fact that our dean of students and coach are so stoked about it um yep i can't wait so mm-hmm. maybe we'll share more about that in the maybe. future as, yeah. as we learn more about it we have two full professional development days um yeah, devoted like to all day all day restorative all day. justice so we will let you know how we like that obviously i think there should be like a plan in place for when students don't do their homework maybe yeah. that's probably the biggest yeah, one i can one. think of of having like a conversation yeah well and i tell the students you know you have three you have three a quarter passes yeah. essentially where if you don't do your homework then you do a quarter right uh honestly i was really i was really bad this past year okay. so i didn't do much okay um but if you know there should be a plan in place if you don't do your homework but when it comes to disciplinary things for for breaking classroom rules yeah i think that should be a individual base like mm. who the student is and yes. handle yeah. each situation like based you're not on gonna handle the is. way that one student like hits. <laughs> i was thinking like hits or yells or what have you like yeah. it is totally situational and you yeah. don't know what's backing it either exactly like, i just say go back to the love and logic yeah, phrase totally. of totally that was a really yeah, poor that's choice a that's a bummer that you decided to make that choice I'm going to think about what we're going to do. Try mm-hmm. not to worry. Yeah. And then maybe the later on in the day, you can say, hey, we're going to fill out. I think she. I think that's she. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or whatever it might be. Yeah. But like, how can we get better from yeah. this? But we I don't post think. the think sheets. I don't think we have. I thought we did a long time ago, but we can. We should repost it because that is such a great conversational tool to use in your classroom. Yes. Because it makes them think about the actions that they did exactly just saying um okay 
Where are we at? We're at set positive expectations. Time-wise, where are we at? Oh, <laughs> 51 minutes. Okay, we'll go a little bit more. So, again, what to have ready before you start school. Classroom management plan. Um, I don't think you need a discipline plan, but just have Agreed. those thoughts in mind. Yes. Uh, the next one is set positive expectations for all students. So teachers who expect very little of their students get very little in return from their mm-hmm. students. These are the teachers that are consistently frustrated with their students. With clear objectives, students will meet their teachers' Absolutely. expectations. So even just with this Spalding training, um, they were saying like, and this is very minuscule, but they were saying K2 says underline when they underline a phonogram. Yeah. But we say once. Right. And I was talking to Tori, who's a first grade teacher. And I was like, do you guys say underline? She goes, no, we say once. Mm-hmm. And I just in my brain was like, if you train them, they can do it. Totally. If you give, if you set an expectation, they can do it. And that yeah. seems very like minuscule. But for me, and we'll see how it goes. I'm going to train my students to treat my library as if it yeah. were an actual library. Agreed. They're going to get a book mark place and they are going to treat it like a library i am positive and i think that it will work but i just have to train them i have to stay consistent and if it doesn't work then i'll take a different approach but i think even at a young age if you train them the right way and if you set those expectations high that they can meet them um no matter the age You should also outline what students can expect from you in the beginning of the year. So they can expect that you are going to offer quality instruction, that you are going to provide extra help, that you are going to create a positive learning environment, um, that you're going to give credit for practice, give fair grades as an evaluation of learning, show respect, enforce fairness, and give your best effort each day. So that's just what you can tell your students. Hey, you can expect this from me. Mm-hmm. I expect this from you. This from you as well. That's like the, kind of like a nice first slide. Yeah. Like, hey, this, this is, is what, what you can expect of me as your teacher. And if I am not holding at yeah. expectation, like if I'm not withholding my expectations and you need to like address me one on one or mm-hmm. what have you. Talk to me. Yeah. Hey, Miss Ron, I noticed like. You seem off today. Are you okay? Yeah, exactly. So my kids have asked me if I was hungry. I told him I get hangry. <laughs> so I had one of my like spunky students. He came up to me. He's like, Miss Brown, are you hungry? I was like, I You're love like, you and I hate you. Quite possibly I might be hungry. I was yeah. 100%. I think I was also like on my period. Yes. So there's yeah. that. <laughs> I told that, but yes, it's fine. exactly. But Okay, so that's setting positive expectations. Another yeah. thing is just planning to welcome your students to class. So standing yes. at the door, greeting them with a smile, and then just having directions, especially on the first day of school, having directions of what they need to do on the board. Mm-hmm. So we have said this all the time, but we stand at the door and mm-hmm. we greet each student with a handshake and a smile, and they must do that in return. Yeah. <laughs> like, and usually for say them- good morning yes. back. Yeah. Yeah, it's so we had if you don't. We had an issue, which I was like baffled by, that Dr. Jeffries, our headmaster, stands at the corner um, where students walk by, and she w- she would say good morning to pretty much every student that walked yeah. by, and she said that she got like 20% students saying good morning back. That's why she addressed it to the whole, do you remember when she addressed yeah. it to the whole school? Pretty much like, hey, just remember if someone says good morning to you, like say good say morning good back. Morning. Yeah. So just you know tell your students that hey good morning and if they don't say good morning back just look at them be like 
good morning yeah <laughs> be like i would love that in return yeah. if i'm saying good morning to you you're saying good morning to me yeah and you can always do like i've seen videos that allow students to also choose the method in which they come in whether that be a handshake a high five a mm-hmm. hug like we at our school have a standard of handshake which i truly appreciate yeah and that's just how i want to run my classroom but know that your classroom and depending on your school and their expectations like there are options and you can also like bring joy into that through yeah. like allowing students to and think. a handshake is so simple yeah but people who are adults <laughs> don't shake hands properly like have you ever sh- have you ever shake shaken 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 <laughs> Oh my God, let me finish drinking my water before you <laughs> spit it out. Yeah, I always did. Um, if you shake somebody's hand and they give you like the like, what do they call it? A dead shooketh. fish. Shooketh. <laughs> shooketh. Someone shooketh my hand. I just remember <laughs> I went to, I used to work at the Biltmore and Matt yeah. and I went to the restaurant there yeah. after obviously I'd worked there and I still knew the people there yeah. and the chef came out to say hi right. and he had never met Matt. So he shook his hand and Matt like crushed his hand because he gave him like, like a, half little like whatever hand and he like like shook you know like held like ripped his hand and the guy was like oh gosh and then (gasps) but but Matt was like I just gave him like a regular handshake so anyway that's so far off but just teaching your students (laughs) how to shake somebody's hand hand. look them in the eyes in America yeah look them in the eyes and grip their hand you don't have to like give him an Death aggressive yeah. handshake but like don't give me a dead hand don't give me a limp hand <laughs> there's nothing worse than like a limp hand it is it like, sucks so <laughs> it's gross it's weird it's like, mm, firm it up <laughs> amy if you're listening I apologize. firm it up <laughs> anyway oh, so welcome anyhow. your students you should also prepare a first day script you yes. did this last year. Yeah. And I, I've done it every year. Oh, yeah. But, like, I, like, took that from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good. These, this script should include, and we do this on a PowerPoint. So, like, yeah. we have our, our name and how it's pronounced. That's pretty important. I mean, yes. my name, my last name is Marois, so I have to practice it with them because sometimes they can't say it. <laughs> Brown is pretty easy. Brown is very strong. But we do it with, like, um, we have a picture up on the board, yeah. and we say, like, this is how many years I've been here, things like that. So your name, how it's pronounced, how students should address you, which if if you work at a school where they call you by your first name, I don't know. I don't love it. I, don't I think personally. at first when they when they first hired me because I went by Miss Skyler at my um, preschool, preschool yeah. which is like understandable. Yeah. But when you are in an elementary school, a middle school, a high school, they should address you by Miss or Mister or Mrs. whatever it is, and then your last name. Yeah, I just think I that agree. is formal, and that's how it should be. Because when you are at a school where it's very like lax, and you're like, "Hey, Miss Skyler, hey Sky," I'm like, I just feel uncomfortable. Or like teacher, teacher, like oh, God, don't even Miss, Miss, no, hey, hey, teacher. I have a name. Yeah, no. Let's learn it. So I'm gonna address you. Do you? Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey. <laughs> child child <laughs> boy like i'm sorry yeah no, no call exactly and names. i and this is a big thing for me too is learning it is my goal to learn all of their names on the first day yeah 
it's, it's possible hard. it is it was hard. really hard that one year that we had all jack like, oh, not even the jacks but like yeah. the all the boys that were all blonde <laughs> little blondie boys it was like seven it blonde boys so that many. all looked the same Literally and they the all same. had pretty basic names it was like luke and there was two lukes there was two lukes there was like skylar there was ty, um, ty. like just yeah. like pretty well i guess ty's not the most basic but it was just like that was hard for me yeah that took a while but <laughs> this past year i think i got all their names on the first day Nice. or at least the first two days so yeah. that should be your goal and make sure if you don't know if you're pronouncing their name right ask oh uh, yeah ask them. clarify that because there's nothing worse than pronouncing like i had a girl that did not correct me and it was very slightly different mm. but midway through the year someone was like oh i heard somebody calling her mm. i'll just mm-hmm. say the name because it's not her last name but they were I, we called her aisha mm. but her name was aisha yeah which is very, very subtle. Yeah. But, but I asked her, I was like, is it Aisha or is it Aisha? She goes, oh, it's Aisha. I'm like, well, you should have corrected me. Yes. Because yeah. I was have been saying, I know it's very minuscule, but right. still, you should pronounce their name right. I agree. Um, You should also have, oh, I was, I wrote this in my notes this year for like doing a little classroom tour. Like, oh yeah i love show that. where everything yeah. is this is my row of books that you cannot touch yep this is my row of supplies that you cannot touch here's this here, like whatever it mm-hmm. might be show them where everything is and Otherwise, how it's organized be curious and look through it exactly anyway. so you might as well just tell them up front <laughs> yes and this says you should tell your students how you worked throughout the summer to prepare for the school year which hmm. i could see like i'm gonna tell my students hey guys look I organized this bookshelf and i'm right, very proud right. of it so that they are aware of that yeah and then obviously go through the classroom procedures. Mm-hmm. That's just that. So that's your yeah. first day, like preparing a script. And then you should also have a first day packet. Which or I we, would say PowerPoint for younger Yeah, we learners. do PowerPoint. This is a first day packet, which has an introductory cover letter, um, classroom rules and consequences, which no thank you, um, homework policy, class contract supply list and acknowledgement receipt for return with signature but that's something we do older kids but we do something like that ish parents for back to school night we don't do that on the first day of school no Um, but like it's a letter introducing us yes we don't do classroom rules and consequences that comes we do like curriculum night later on that goes through our obviously curriculum and like our teaching philosophy but Mm -hmm. i that's interesting yeah so that if that's something that your your school like requires or whatever Mm -hmm. obviously go with that but we don't do something like that and then another thing you should do is have like lessons prepared uh this should be just bottom line you should have like the first at least two weeks of school planned out but again your focus on those first couple days is just procedures and establishing routines and then the rest of the year can be devoted to instruction which we always do um, like the first day back from breaks. We do we review procedures, yeah. which you should always do, because uh, guess what? They forgot them over the break <laughs> most of the time. But yes, just having lesson plans. So I'm writing this down. Yeah, I was like, um, what are you writing down over there? So for the next episode, I'm like thinking out loud here. Sorry that you guys are in the thought process. But I think instead of going through. <laughs> are you OK? instead of going through the rest of the book i think that i'm just gonna break down the procedures <laughs> oh my god really dying oh no 
You good? Yeah, I just drank water. I went down the wrong pipe. It's fine. So I was thinking that I just go through our own procedures document and like mm-hmm. lay out the list of what we plan for. Okay. And then maybe like looking at the planning doc and just talking through how we break it down. That'd be cool. Either that or like it can be a live because lives are visual. So yeah. we can talk about I that. I feel like that's something that people need to see. Yeah, for sure. All we right, can do just... a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. We'll talk about it. All right, cool. Last few things. Prepare an agenda. Um, prepare an opening assignment. So for us, our opening assignment is their little me in the bags. So they get to or pick. the all about me. Yeah, the all about page. me page. It's just something that they do as an assignment, but it's more fun. Yeah. Um, it they The authors say an opening assignment for the first day of school demonstrates these things. So it tells that you're, that the teacher is well organized and prepared. It says that the teacher is expecting the students to start work immediately upon Mm -hmm. entering the classroom. And then every moment together is a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. So again, that opening assignment sets that expectation for the rest of the year. Not like "Eh, it's the first day of school, so we're not going to do anything. Go ahead and talk to your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. It should be, Hey, there's there's something on your desk that you need to get done for bell work whatever you want to call it um but just setting that expectation at the beginning of the year and then last but not least have obviously your classroom organized so desks are facing the right way whatever it might be Mm -hmm. your bulletin boards are complete uh you have essential information posted in the classroom so whether that be your procedures your expectations um you have emergency information fire exits and then a schedule i would say a schedule is the most important i would also say that and then assign seats for the first day as well i mean i don't know anybody that doesn't assign seats but you should always assign seats i agree uh especially if you have somewhat of an idea of who these students are which if you're like us we talk to our first grade teachers and they give us some insight on these students so yeah well and also um read the first days of school as well because it goes into like little things that you wouldn't necessarily think of such Mm -hmm. as like make sure your pencils are not in like an area where it gets super crowded and don't put the mailboxes where you put the pencils because then you just have a cluster of students in one area like there is a lot to think through and mm-hmm. obviously you get better every single year. Like how many times have I changed my classroom in the past yeah. four years? Exactly. You know, like it's finally in a layout that is conducive to movement mm-hmm. in the room, but it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take planning. Know that it's not going to be perfect. Know that you are going to make mistakes and know that that is also okay. Yes. And just learn from them. You yes. are, especially if you're starting off and this is your first year and you're listening to this, like, super overwhelmed like you are going to be okay Mm -hmm. you're going to make mistakes and enjoy it it goes by so fast it does go by a blink of an eye and here we are in years five and six and I don't know how that's happened it's insane to me that (laughs) yeah it's like Taylor said and learn from your mistakes but also be okay with making mistakes in front of your students and correcting letting them correct you and being positive about it we say it all the time but like growth mindset of like my students love to correct me yeah. in a nice way they yes. never do it in a mean way but hey miss marie isn't that letter supposed to have this right. formation instead you know what yes you're right i let me erase that and let me try again yeah that it shouldn't you should never be negative towards a student that corrects you in a nice no. way and if they don't correct you in a nice way just be like hey you know what i do appreciate yeah. you correcting me but let's say it in this way yeah. instead of maybe this way. next time you could address it this way exactly um also 
another side note. I'm going to stop with the side notes. But um, <laughs> as you learn about your classroom, again, if you're a first year teacher and you're like learning the layout and you recognize that something is not working, mm-hmm. address that with your class. Hey, I noticed that when we get our mail, we're super chatty or there's a lot of us in one space. Can we think of something together as a class that's going to help us? Because yes. give these kids more credit. They can come than up with. you give. Like they yes. give great ideas they do great ideas so when you have a problem tell them Mm -hmm. and let them give you feedback because they are geniuses like yes they really do think through things that you don't necessarily see as an adult Mm -hmm. so give them more credit let them help you out in the process yeah you're gonna be fine and good luck (laughs) you're gonna be great and you can always reach out to us i mean we're not like we're professionals but like we are not the end all be all by any means but mm-hmm. we've we've done the darn thing a we've, couple of times we've done it and i i just see i don't know i just see such positivity in both of our classrooms yeah, totally and um getting good feedback from not only administrators but from other teachers and yeah not to like toot our own horns again <laughs> but like it's, we feel good now. we're just it, we're just passionate about what yes. we do yeah. um and that's where you want to get your advice from is from other people like we like I love yes. to get advice from other teachers who are passionate about what they do same always yes just that's always always we're always happy to like we have these swivel things so we're always happy to like record things and send mm-hmm. them if you need them as well so just let us know you know where to find us but before we plug ourselves let's end with a positive <laughs> yeah do you want to go first or do you want me to um i can go first okay. i my positive was this week i got to talk on zoom with my little C- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my little cc out in philadelphia and hi cc she was so funny i was gonna save this for like a teacher tale but I just want to say it because I thought it was hilarious and maybe I'll say it again for a teacher tale but we were on zoom and she goes we were talking because I invited her to my wedding and she and her mom said they're gonna do their best to come because they're obviously in a different state yeah but we were just talking about getting married or whatever and she being a nine-year-old I think she just turned nine no eight she turned eight. eight and she goes well when I get older I'm gonna get married but only to have babies and then I'm gonna divorce him and you hear her mom in the background she goes Cece she goes what I do not want uh, my husband to control me girl like <laughs> I'm so about that for you like pick the I right partner that it was so funny but, like yeah yes and both and then I told Cece I was like hey, strong woman you but you find somebody that doesn't control you yeah. and then her mom in the background was like yes like you don't have to find like exactly. men don't control you exactly. i just thought it was so funny that this young so cute. amazing girl was like no i don't want anyone controlling no. me but no i do want to tell me what i want to have the babies but no one's gonna control oh, me i love her so much <laughs> she's amazing her mind is just amazing she so amazing. is gonna be the president of the oh United States. i she's I got her. Yeah, I got you. I, you have my vote. Seriously. What's your positive? Um, my positive is we've done like a ton of venue shopping and searching and mm-hmm. exploring. And although it's been like crazy and exciting simultaneously, I think we've finally decided to book our venue Yay. and our date. And it's just like so exciting. a breath of fresh air because <laughs> I didn't realize like how much at all is until you get in the thick of it and luckily I'm working with 
one of my good friends who's like a wedding slash proposal planner who's like super detail oriented and she's going to help me out a lot, mm-hmm. which I'm very, very grateful for. But yes. we're excited to like finally take next steps and explore what our wedding's going to look know. like. It's so exciting. It's so cool to be going through this together because it is. Holy crap. It's fun because <laughs> we'll just lot. text each other and we're like, yeah. why does it cost this much yes. money? It's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Let's be real. I feel like um, the wedding industry is nuts just, just going to throw it out there that teachers should get married for free. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why don't people pay you to get married because this is absurd <laughs> it's like you're basically throwing a large party for yeah. everyone you've ever known. i did have a caterer that was like hey i'm gonna quote you this like just to help you out a little bit and i was like thank oh, you." oh that's so nice it was still expensive but thank you for the oh thought <laughs> it's insane so but yeah good well, things heading our way that's for sure things. all right well i guess we'll plug us if Time you want advice or if you want to tell us something or whatever you or give want. us advice we like advice yeah, too if advice. you have like a good classroom procedure that you're really proud of send yeah. it our way oh that'd be cool i'm in um you can dm us on teachers underscore talk underscore podcast or or, or you can always send us an email i feel like that's a little outdated now yeah why i don't know I don't like we send that. so many emails at work yeah but then i think about while you're it you're at work email us. i know while you're at work e- email us through your work email let me just say hi yeah i don't care it's just exciting to get an email yeah please actually yeah just send us um a smiley face if you yeah. listen that'd be really cool that would seriously like amp my day up. that would just to like, get some, just get oh, some God. smiley faces we did what? get a really nice message though Ooh. did I, we yeah oh wait I don't know which one you're talking about. Um, on Instagram? On Instagram. Here, you give our email. While oh, okay, okay. So if you want to reach out to us via email, you can go to <laughs> teacherstalkpod at gmail.com. I did remember it. Yay. Oh. Thank goodness. Oh, and if you're listening to this today on Monday the 25th, which we're recording on Sunday the day before, but today is your last day to <gasps> enter in the giveaway. I probably should have said that in the beginning, but... We are going to announce end of day today. So if you're listening now, it's your reminder to tag as many friends as you can on the post uh, with the giveaway stuff and to also follow us because if you're not following us, you cannot win. Perfect. Yes. Well, I haven't found. Oh, that's that's a bummer. That's okay. I remember getting a message and I was so excited about it because somebody was like, I listened to your podcast. You know, I'll give you a shout out. Oh, I have it. Is it this one? Uh, is it i binged your podcast and loved so much of what the two of you talk about i've been telling my colleagues all about it oh my god that's so nice i'm moving into more of an admin role this year with some teaching and some reading so many of the books you mentioned um that can best serve my teachers and students that's awesome yeah so shout out to i don't does she want her name said i don't know i'm just yeah but it was so you know who you are very grateful for you that was lovely so lovely I didn't see that, to be honest with you, because you responded to that. So that's awesome. Oh, okay. I was looking through my screenshots. I thought I screenshot it and oh, sent yeah. it to you. That's why. I'm- it's under general messages. Oh, cool. Well, thank you. We always love getting... I mean, those are the messages that amp us up. Yeah. I mean, those, keep us going. those are the ones that keep us going. I mean, not to say that we don't love doing this, but it is a lot of work for us to be reading and taking notes and... and researching and stuff so it's really really nice when we get those messages that just say hey like i shared it with this person or i love whatever it might be so yep always keep doing it always feel free to send us 
messages like those, even if you have nothing to say, at least some positive words. Yes, of course. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week with some more procedures and beginning of school stuff. Yeah. Until then. Good luck if you have your first day coming up. Yeah. Have fun. Let us know how it goes. Bye, guys. Bye.